Davey Allen is a versatile songwriter, musician, and artist whose work is deeply rooted in the vast American songbook. His family migrated north from rural Tennessee in the 50s. Allen's music retains a southern quality and grit. We're glad you can join Red Barn Radio for an evening of music and conversation with Davey Allen. Folks, welcome Davey in the Midnight. Well, early in the morning, before he heads out, She's cooking them sausage and toast, being quiet as a mouse. He grabs his thermos. He's Chicago bound. How'd he survive before she came to town? I know their house. If I got gravy, we 
Thanks to WEKU, Red Barn Radio's official radio partner, NPR for Central and Eastern Kentucky. Listen online at WEKU.org. Red Barn Radio is presented with the financial support of LexArts, Lexington, Kentucky's premier cultural development, advocacy, and fundraising organization. LexArts, working for the development of a strong and vibrant arts community as a means of enhancing the quality of life in Central Kentucky and by Visit Lex, Lexington, Kentucky's Convention and Visitors Bureau. Planning to visit Lexington or just looking for more information? Visit Lex is on the web at visitlex.com. Davey Allen is, as you'll learn this evening, a multifaceted player and performer. Both his talent and hard work have opened lots of doors for him as an artist. Davey Allen has shared the stage and performed with players from Bob Weir and Patti Smith to Nathaniel Ratliff and Kelsey Walden. For the past five years or so, Davey has recorded and toured with Rock and Roll Hall of Famer Eric Burden and the Animals. While Davey Allen has spent a good deal of his adult life both in California and on the road, he now lives and also records in the Indianapolis area. Davey's latest album, Pisces, is a collection of seven new songs I know you're going to enjoy as much as I have. Tonight, Davey Allen is here with his great band, The Midnights. They are Corey Dawson on bass and vocals and Mike Sanson on drums and vocals. Welcome back, Davey and The Midnights to Red Barn. I was down at the sea sprite, drinking in the daylight, thinking about what's to come. Till the long hair Lucinda from out in Loma Linda started speaking about the words of the Lord. I said, stop your preaching. I don't even want to know your name. She said, watch out to men from the Midwest lands. You're only doing what your mama told. Cause there's people out in there, they don't care. I'm trying to speak about the words of the Lord. I said, stop your preaching. I don't even want to know your name. Y'all better now hurt. Stop your preaching. It's in vain. in the daylight thinking about what's to come till the long-haired lassie from down in tallahassee started speaking about the words of the lord i said stop your preaching i don't even want to know your name because it won't take long days a big old ball you got me tripping on lsd Just down until you wanna start speaking about the words of the Lord. I said, stop your preaching. I don't even wanna know your name. Yeah, baby, now hey, stop your preaching. It's in vain. Stop your preaching. 
Well, we got Davey Allen and the Midnights here tonight on Red Barn Radio. I hope you're having a great time like we are getting down. So Davey's up here with Corey Dawson and Mike Sanson. It's just a trio making all this great sound, this great groove. Time, Davey, maybe you could just introduce uh, Corey, and then uh, I'll, I'll talk to him for a minute. Yeah, well, from great. El Cajon, California, outside of San Diego, Mr. Corey Dawson on the bass guitar. Happy to be here. Yeah, it's good to have you. And so, Corey, are you originally from California? Yes, born and raised Southern oh. California. All yes, right. Sir. Recent addition to Indiana. That's got to be a big shift. Yeah, I did a, I did a leaf angel this morning. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah. What are your impressions of Indiana? Is, is this the first time you've come to the, the Midwest and, no, and well, spent I've, time? I've been uh, coming the last uh, four, five years or so. So I've spent some time there. I knew what I was getting into. You've been coming here to, to be with Davey and play music with Davey? Or? Oh, exactly. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Mike and Davey. Where did you start playing bass? Is bass your main instrument, or do you play other instruments? Bass too? is my main instrument. It was my first instrument. started playing when I was 18 years old. Got an electric and then got that upright bass about a few years later yeah. and went to college at Northridge, Cal State Northridge, and learned a lot from uh, some teachers there. Oh, was it a music program? Yeah, there was. It was a music education program. So you had the choice of either doing performance or education, and you took education? Yeah, you can. I mean, I think you can do anything you want, kids, but yeah. <laughs> uh. Did you have an idea at some point in time that you might actually end up doing work with, with younger people? I have patience, I think, so... Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe someday if I break He's working leg. with us, so it's pretty much teaching children. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I stole a peso and then gave it to my friend Pedro. He gave his wife all kinds of besos. He said the song is none. No, Pedro, it's just begun. I spend my friends. On a whole fleet of tanks Some cycle and some Panzer power And some ice cold beer I said, hey man, watch me steer Cause I've earned a crone Selling pastries that I did not own They asked me why I said I do not know And then they let me go Damn, the Dutch are real nice. <laughs> now, I saved a buck by driving my beat-up truck, probably a Ford. She shifts hard, man, but I don't care. If the people stay, I said, or if my hair's too long. Cause I've earned a dong, writing songs about the Viet Cong. They're all written by the weed man, Mr. Tommy Chong. And LBJ, I said, hey man, what can I say? If some folks got everything and then some, we best talk about a universal basic income. I've seen my rupees in some scene of a foreign movie. They're being handled by Atma and Shakti and they divine. I said, hey man, hey man, I do it all the time. And I drank a pound. Oh, on my way. 
every day and I'm drinking speckled hen plus a bottle of gin mate I do it all again haven't met Mike yet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. <laughs> Let's go there. Hey, Mike, tell us about you. Well, uh, I've known Davey since uh, middle school. We've uh, grown up together wow. in the, the same community, and we met. And uh, um, ever since middle school, um, we've just been in the back of band rooms or garages or basements or uh, our living rooms playing music. And as a drummer, it's really nice to be able to you know, stick with somebody who can, can write songs and you feel like you can be a part of something special. So, you know, that background really makes this project uh, super special and important and something to share. The addition of Corey, he's our, he's our rock, he's our shaman musically and otherwise, so to keep you know, the kids in, in line. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Happy people. <laughs> so, uh, when did you first pick up drums? In third grade, I told my mother I'd like to play drums, but we had a piano and so, uh, she said, if you do two years of piano, then we'll talk drums. Well, two years to the day, I had my mom call Becky and <laughs> say, uh, he doesn't want to tell you, but I'm supposed to tell you he's done because we're going to go get him a drum set. And then that was it. And uh, <laughs> yeah, through my adolescent years, I, I did anything percussion I could try to not just be a drummer, but a, a musician, you know, you know, try to pick up melodic instruments as well. And so that's kind of helped me be musical with these guys, you know, not just a, a caveman hitting stuff really hard you know with the piano when you were a little kid in third grade were you just kind of going through the motions of getting yourself ready for lessons or was something happening uh, oh musically? I, uh, a lot happened i didn't even know about i got yeah. over that stage fright thing because you know you had to go do the the, the recitals concerts and recitals and the kmart lobby there you know and wherever you uh. were told to go and the sweaty performances got out of the way but it built a foundation of like music uh un just basic music understanding and reading notes and like i said that kind of helped me to to add something else than just um than just drums and try to think like a musician you um, have kids of your own i don't i taught uh kids and so that was another part of that was being able to teach what I was learning from my drum instructor and drum mentor. So that also helped me become a better musician. Yeah, teaching was a great experience for me. What a world, what a world, what a world we live in. We got fancy planes, credit cards, and screens of erotic joy. What a world, what a world. What a world do we live in? We got hot showers, we drink cold beer, we got drugs that'll blow your mind every time. Every time. What a time! What a time, y'all. What a time that we live in. You can get your groceries delivered by hardworking people who still can't pay their bills. What a time! Oh, what a time! What a time do we 
dogs are barking and the folks are fighting and the poor are gonna lose again. Yes, my friend. Yes, my We were talking last uh, about California. You followed somebody there. Yeah, Abigail. And, yeah, Abigail. Okay, good. And uh, did you end up going back to Indiana? Was Abigail still in your life? Oh, yeah. She's my wife now. Nice. Yeah, Lovely. She's All my right. Wife. Very yeah. nice. Very nice. What did you and Abigail do when you got to California? Yeah, well, we lived on her sister and my brother-in-law now's uh, uh, dining room floor uh-huh. uh, for a few months. And then we eventually, she got a job. and I ended up getting a job. And we moved to the South Bay of Los Angeles. Were you doing music work then, or were you just sort of no, making some no, money? No, no, no. I, I mean, it was always a part of my life. Yeah. And I had been gigging a lot. But when I first got there to California, I was like, I've never done not music. You know, it's always just been something I did. So for the first year or so that I was there, I was playing my guitar, but I didn't have a piano of any oh, sort. Wow. Yeah, I was just kind of living in a really small apartment and experiencing life. I worked for a Apria Healthcare, and I got to know the city of Los Angeles by delivering medical supplies all over the place. And well, know, that's a gift. Yeah, I mean, insight yeah. into people's lives when you go into their homes. Yeah. Was that sort of a, a good experience for you as a musician to have that removed from your life and to maybe just break it down to basics, have the a guitar or something that was portable? Yeah, yeah, and I, and I can't remember now if it was intentional or not intentional, uh -huh. but it was a great. Yeah, it was a tolerance break almost, because when it came back to me, when I finally got uh. dug into it again, I felt like I was a, a, a better player than I was before. That's an interesting thing, isn't mm -hmm. it? Yeah. At what point in time did, um, did things start to happen in you know, California that were exciting for you as a professional? I went to a friend who was from Indiana, and he was living and working at a house up in the Hollywood Hills, and he said, come by, hang out. 
and uh, at this point, I did have a piano. I, my my now wife's family brought me one because I had a blues gig that I was like, oh, I'll play on Sundays while I'm not. It's my day off. I'll play uh, a blues jam down from my house. So I got the the keyboard, and uh, my friend went up to his house, and we started playing and jamming. And he had a buddy over who like popped his head out. And there were so many rooms in this place, I didn't know who was there. And all of a sudden, the guy pops his head out of the door. He's like, "Who who's this? Who's what's this guy doing?" You know. And then from there, this gentleman financed a couple records for me and put them out. And you know, he was a really nice guy and and helped produce it and got some other people to play on it. So from there, I started meeting a lot of people. And I started getting into the scene a little bit and did an opening for a CD release at one of the places on the on the strip, the Sunset Strip, you know, it's uh. Hollywood and Miley Cyrus came and <laughs> it, was a, yeah. <laughs> it was the whole shabam. Yeah. Did you feel welcome in that environment? I think it's probably competitive for a lot of people. But for me, that was not the experience. I think I, I mean, maybe I was just so green and ignorant to the fact that it was going on. I had the blinders on sort of, because maybe there is competition, but not, not that I experienced. Oh, all right. At some point in time, you started to hook up with folks that were known nationally, and you ended up working with Eric Burden. It was a pretty cool situation. I had a friend, another friend, who was in the same crowd of people, not the same guy who poked his head out the door, but a, you know, a player in the scene. Uh-huh. And uh, he, uh, <laughs> he had a, a, an end with Eric, and th- there was a you know talk of a new band perhaps, and Eric saw me in a music video, and uh, I got contacted by his wife, and she said, hey, you know we're having this putting this little band together. Do you want to come try out? So we went and a group of guys all from Indiana. So we, we showed up. We we ran two songs with Eric. Met him. He was very very quiet at first. Had a had a, a toothpick in the side of his mouth and his collar up. And, and he's like in his mid seventies. Yeah, at that point, at this point, right? Okay, yeah. yeah. We played a couple at a studio, and it was weird because I was in an ISO booth, so I never really, like, I wasn't in the same room with him even. But uh, he came out, and he loved it, and said, do you want to go to Australia with me? And then I spent the next four, four and a half years with him on the road, going four different continents and all over the place. When I'm that big jailbreak, think it was a mistake. Popcorn shirt torn, waiting on the dam to break. Dark clouds sitting down, lonely girls from out of town right now. Tell my house, set them up, blue. Get on down, getting down, getting down. Sound packed a bag, stole a plow, went fast, went slow, caught a tiger by his toe, quick run, shows done, grab wine, grab a gun, downtown brought a crowd singing song. Getting down, getting down, getting down. Don't say. Saved the life, I drank a beer. Move left, move right. Walk up in a bar, fight left stage, move to France. Wind up in a barn, dance, there it is. Hear the sound, everybody's getting down.
It is high times, low life, earplugs, a boy knife, hot coffee, cold tea, ain't nobody mess with me, for man and pick a lot, Ron River, sail block, hair long, southern bound, singing songs of getting down, getting down, getting down. Some folks say be careful smoking that devil weed. Someone may report you to the authorities. Well, break the chains that bind you. Don't let it worry your soul. There ain't nothing wrong with a little Acapulco gold. Pass the peace pipe, pass it around. I get so high, never come back down. I smoke weed every day. Don't care who knows. Pass the They grow out west, it's mighty fine indeed I come back to my corner store for all varieties Pop a bean, roll a jelly, give some to your mom There's a pan for Brother Ted, big old bowl for Paul Pass the piece pipe, pass it around I get so high, never come back down I smoke weed every day, don't care who knows Pass the piece pipe Back with more Red Barn Radio after this break. Red Barn Radio, roots music, southern style. We'll be right back. Welcome back. This is Red Barn Radio, recorded live from the Arts Place Performance Hall in Lexington, Kentucky. Red Barn Radio, roots music, southern style. I get so high, never come back down. I smoke weed every day. Don't care who knows, pass the peace pipe, let your love grow. Pass the peace pipe, let your love grow. Well, as and we grew up in Indiana, and uh, I grew up on Lake Schaefer, which is a dammed river. It's a Tippecanoe River, and it flows into the Wabash, Tippecanoe, and Tyler, too. And growing up, I always thought, if I put a kayak in, if I put a canoe in, it might take me a while. I might have to go around a few dams here and there, are low spots. But I could get all the way to the Gulf of Mexico if I needed to. I could do it. <laughs> <laughs> I still hold on to that. One, and two, and one, two. 
I'm starved for starlight And I can't find you my peace of mind My peace of mind I've crossed the limit Misplaced my moonbeams, I'm so unwise I'm so unwise Old rivers Why do you flow? Where do you go? Maybe I blind forgiveness what have you taught me I've learned a lie I've learned a lie I believe in madness you believe in mercy it takes all kinds it takes all kinds Far. 
This next one's one I wrote for my father. It's on the internet. You can find it, one of ours. The way it is, no excuse for ignorance, though. Riding down the super slab. Give it to him, Mike. song we wrote for Lucinda Williams. I like my nights with Lucinda. Lucinda, baby, rock my world. Come, let me tell you a story. This story that is old as time I was in love with her dark hair Listen to baby cheese you like I like my nights with Lucinda I like my nights with her I like my nights with Lucinda Lucinda baby rock my world She let the Sway her, she gave her body to the night. She's the boss, and don't I know it? Listen, the baby, treat me right. I like my nights with Lucinda. 
Sometimes you 
guess I'll keep hanging on for another song. Sometimes you fake it, sometimes you make it, I guess I'll keep hanging on for another song or two, and all the glory from all the stories, I can't be proud. You know, he was 75 at the time, he's 80 now. The one thing I can say about him, which I admire and I'll admire forever, is that he's, at that age, a hungry artist. and hu He's a very hungry artist. He's not phoning it in. He's like, what, what new things can we do? How can we take an old idea and flip it around? I'm bored. What, what, what else can we do? You know, it was pretty amazing to get to be a part of that. Like, I, I learned the solo to Rising Sun verbatim, and then we got in and played it, you know, maybe one time before the first show, and he's like, no, that's the way Pricey did it, you know, do something else, don't do that. Uh, he's interested in new and interesting to him. Was he a guy who was what you would call pretty mindful? You know, when I think of somebody who has that kind of longevity and, and can have that spirit that you're describing there, it seems like he must be somebody who has some kind of mindfulness practice or something. When I got into it, I didn't think I would. I didn't think that was going to be a part of the gig. But as it turned out, we were with Eric a lot, you know, as a band and individually and, uh, you know, had dinners at their house and stayed mm. at their house and uh, very welcoming people. It's a family. You know, when you live on the road, I think we definitely know this in this band, you know, it, it, it has to be a family. If it's dif dysfunctional, it's going to come through and people are going to have a bad time all around. And so it was really important, I think, for them, Eric and his wife, Mariana, too to make sure that, you know, the group, we, we traveled pretty much together, yeah. The managers were always having these other activities to get everybody's mind off the fact that they were living in close quarters, having to do the same show day after day and being uh. on point and doing it for the kiddies and let's go. Yeah, you know? right. Like, yeah, I like the idea of having the veteran, the guy that's gonna be at ease. He's gonna be calm and collected and get everybody riled up and together. Yeah, and teach. And teach, Right, yeah. just like be a mentor, Yeah. you know, well, that's great. When we were young and joyful And the world was new When we had hearts to give Said we'd see it through 
Now I'm living far away Wishing I'd stay In my repulsor About 2,000 feet In my repulsor Where my love waits for me Moon don't look better anyway I believe and in my repulsor where my love waits vibrations how can't deny and your cosmic situations they give off blinding light and the moon hanging high it makes me to fly My repulsor About 2,000 feet In my repulsor Where my love waits for me And in my repulsor, where my love waits for me. Thanks to WEKU, Red Barn Radio's official radio partner, NPR for Central and Eastern Kentucky. Listen online at weku.org. Red Barn Radio is presented with the financial support of LexArts, Lexington, Kentucky's premier cultural development, advocacy, and fundraising organization. LexArts, working for the development of a strong and vibrant arts community as a means of enhancing the quality of life in Central Kentucky. And by Visit Lex, Lexington, Kentucky's Convention and Visitors Bureau. 
planning to visit Lexington or just looking for more information, Visit Lex is on the web at visitlex.com. Red Barn Radio's executive producer is Ed Commons, who also directs our show. The Red Barn Radio playout theme, Wookie Foot, was taken from a live performance of the Wooks here on Red Barn Radio. More at wookoutamerica.com. Red Barn Radio, roots music, southern style. The best music from the roots of the South and sharing this music with the world. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Kathy Stamps. Well, so many people to thank for our program. First, Davey and the Midnights, our guest this evening. And there's our volunteers and staff, too, who make our production happen so beautifully each and every week. Thank you all for listening to our webcast, watching us on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch, and those listening to us on the network of Red Barn stations and media worldwide. Red Barn Radio comes to you from our home, the Arts Place Performance Hall in downtown Lexington, Kentucky. Our website has updates and further information on our guests and our program. We're on the web at redbarnradio.com. Now, once again, please welcome back Davey and the Midnights, Red Barn Stage. I woke up this morning listening to old guy Clark. They don't make them like they used to. Sad songs and broken hearts There ain't nothing like the truth To make your body feel divine So let's join the next communion For sad souls and hearts like mine Sad souls, sad souls You done rocked to your own where's mercy and comfort said so dear Donnie left us on the fourth day of July dear Abby she missed out she didn't even say goodbye they said picture frames and there's artifacts make me slowly lose my mind let's join in this communion a sad soul and heart like mine sad souls sad souls you don't rock until you roll where's mercy and comfort say
Drinking table wine from a big old jug That's all I could afford to get Singing songs and I'm killing time Trying my life not to waste It's all about the same Heart has changed It's you and me Say it so Say it so You don't rock until you fall Where is mercy? Where's comfort? Oh, say it so Said so, you don't rock until you roll. Where is mercy and comfort? Oh, said so. She needs for I've always been there to be. Yes, even now I play a game as I walk down into the flames. I've got to go. Red Barn Radio is a production of Red Barn Radio, LLC.